up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. everyone welcome to the plus platoon we're a disney plus fan podcast that gives honest spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on disney plus we look at new releases coming attractions and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic disney that's on the platform just make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment i'm gonna bring in my girl kate kate how you doing this evening I'm so good. Did this with chickens? <laughs> no, but we can do that. I should have, like, I should have. In case you're listening along, I just did a really good hand puppet. Anyway, let's bring <laughs> in tonight, Pete. Pete, good to see you this evening. Hey there. I'm I'm so excited for this. I wore a special shirt. In honor of special effects, this is my green screen shirt. I was going to say, I could have worn a green shirt, and then all you would have seen was my head and my arm right. really freaked out. So I'm, I'm pretending to be a special effect. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, if you are not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you're always going to hit the episodes, and you're always going to know what we're talking about. As always, first, Kate... We've got some Disney Plus news this week. What we got going on? We do have some Disney Plus news this week. Okay, moving into the Disney Plus news. National Geographic will be releasing a new America's National Parks series on Disney Plus on August 31st. This series will be narrated by Garth Brooks, probably without his friends in low places. I am a huge Garth Brooks fan. The thunder rolls. All right, moving right along. Uh, next up, I wonder how many Mighty- tons of his songs they're going to do throughout the show. Uh, don't listen because it could listen. be ain't going down till the sun comes up, Derek. On it. it could be completely shameless. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, yeah. Mighty Ducks season two will premiere September 28th. This season sees the Ducks attending a super competitive summer hockey camp. Lauren Graham returns and Josh. Duhamel, du- Duhamel. 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 Uh, joins as a former NHL player that is now coaching at the camp. Emilio Estevez is not returning due to creative differences. So we're just going to leave that one alone. Let's do and that. And last, but certainly not least, Disney Plus Day this year is September 8th, and they are already teasing the epic events and surprises that will be announced that day. Also, the Star Wars Twitter account has posted several tweets about the day, so we're expecting big news from them. This makes sense, as Marvel kind of emptied their quiver last month at Comic-Con. We will have a live show that night with all the news, so make sure you join us for that. Back to you, Derek. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I was looking forward to Disney Plus Day. Okay, always this will be day number two, but still, it's fun. Um. yeah, I, I still think they're going to drop at least a, the names of a couple 
series Disney Plus series for Marvel. I would agree because they they told us they told us uh, all of um, Phase Five, all the shows, but then Phase Six they showed us a couple, they showed us like three movies, but they didn't show us like any five shows. Or six series that there's the five yeah. or six shows that they're going to still do in there. So I, I'm I'm still thinking they might drop a couple show names um, for for those that weren't at D twenty three three years ago. Uh, the three shows from this year, Marvel shows from this year were actually dropped on that, on that, uh, <laughs> sorry, we're, we're dropped that day, which was, uh, including she Hulk, Miss Marvel and, um, Moon Knight were actually announced at D 23. So I, I think that, you know, more forward looking, they'll get us some titles or at least some characters that we're going to see. I don't, I don't think there's going to be zero like Marvel me. stuff. Um, to those of you following along at home on Kate's journey through <laughs> Marvel, we just finished um, uh, season five, episode 20 of no episode 18 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is um, where they're out in space and it's timey wimey. It's crazy. Uh, and we are halfway through Cloak and Dagger season one. That uh, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season is the season that lost me. <laughs> um it's hard it's it i'm really sick of them messing with um fitz and simmons's relationship like i feel like those two just can't catch a break so get, we'll see we'll see we'll see yeah okay well oh, good this Perfect. week <laughs> this week we uh, went into the documentary side of it. We Lucasfilms brought out Light and Magic. It's a six episode series, and we actually watched episodes one and two. Pete, can you give us a real brief summary of what was episode one and two? Yeah, I promise I will shorten from my Doctor Strange summary. Uh, so, for those that don't know, Industrial Light and Magic is one of uh, the biggest effects houses, and it's also really one of the really the first effects house. Um, and so, this is the story. Uh, these first two episodes really talk about how it was formed, and basically, George Lucas, with his concepts for Star Wars, he knew that he couldn't make all the effects with what existed out there. So he basically uh, got hired a couple guys who hired some more guys. And basically they made this, this team of this company, which he called industrial light and magic. And they were basically uh, the ones that created all the effects for the star Wars movie. So the first episode was really about forming the company and all the, and they kind of interviewed all the people that came in and what their talents were and everything like that. Um, and then I thought they did this pretty well. They kind of cliffhangered the end of the, the end of the first episode. I don't think this is super spoilery. So I'll share at the end of the first episode, they'd been like working for like a year. And, uh, for those that know George Lucas filmed star Wars in England, uh, and he had finished filming all the actual actors and everything like that. And he came back and they had done a total of, I think it was, two shots, Ooh. right? Uh, <laughs> that they had completed and they were good looking shots, but uh, and half their money. <laughs> yeah. And they'd already spent like half the budget. Uh, so the second episode I thought was kind of strange. It kind of went back to the beginning again and then talked about 
uh, you know, George Lucas's younger days and things like that. Not that I don't think it was interesting, but it, I think it kind of went back to why George Lucas was the way he was in terms of being a perfectionist. And then they went through how they got from end of filming to the release of the movie star Wars. Uh, and then kind of cliffhangered that second episode again by saying, you know, yeah, they did a good job, but George didn't want that happening again for the next star Wars movie. So, you know, that's where they left us with, uh, with the first, uh, the end of the first episode or second episode. So the first two episodes were really about the original star Wars as it's known now, episode four, a new hope. Um, and what they went through to make the effects and put this team together that really formed industrial light and magic, which, um, you know, as we're going to see with the remaining four episodes is where they went from there. And obviously they are still around today and are still one of the top effects houses out there, though. Now there are literally, um, hundreds of effects houses, uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, many of these uh, major blockbuster movies today are almost entirely special effects. Um, you know, I think I think, uh, you know, Star Wars, the original one might have had, I don't know, 150 or so effects shots, uh, 200 effects shots, something like that. Movies today literally have, you know, 2000 3000 effect shots. It's literally all effect shots. Almost some of these, especially some of these Marvel movies. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. (laughs) So, um, there's certainly, uh, there's certainly a lot of work to be done out there. Uh, but, but this was really going back to the beginning. And, um, so that's, that, I think that sums it up. Do you guys think, agree that I, uh, caught the highlights there? Yeah. So Kate, I'm going to go to you. First two episodes were they, light and magical or were they just too deep of a dive um they definitely weren't light but they were super magical i don't think it was too deep of a dive at all um i really enjoyed these i i think the thing that i appreciated so much was truly like the grassroots of how it was all started that it started with um oh, well, I can't do that, but I know a guy who can. Let me call him. And, oh, well, um, like, you know, I, I'm almost there, but I need this person's help. Um, that I loved watching that happen, especially knowing the juggernaut that Star Wars becomes. The, the like, the the Star Wars lore of, like, it's such a huge thing now that it started with this one guy saying, you know, I like to drive fast cars. I think I want to like talk about a dog fight in space. And, and um, I actually really enjoyed, I think it was the beginning of the second episode where he talked about, you know, um, that was how this got started was. And at one point, one of the guys just strapped a camera to the front of a car or something. Um, I also just loved how they said, well, we don't know how we're going to do that there. And the idea of there was like no technology then to do this. And so they were like, well, guess we'll figure it out. I'm just going to go build this thing in my garage and bring it in and maybe it'll work and maybe it won't. 
the other thing that stuck out. So I had, I had a lot to say about this because um, I really enjoyed this show. Another thing that I loved was that they kept saying, we, we failed, we failed and we failed and we failed. And then we didn't fail. And it's okay to fail hearing that from Steven Spielberg and um, George Lucas, two of the greatest movie directors of all time, hearing them say, no, we, we failed. And then we were like, well, let's try it again and try it this way. Um, I think this, this documentary was brilliantly shot um, brilliantly put together. I wasn't, I was nervous going into this cause I am not the biggest star Wars fan. So I was afraid I was going to be really bored, but I was actually blown away. Uh, loved, loved the storytelling of it. Loved what, um, what Pete was saying, how they were like, yeah, uh, um, not Steven, uh, George was George. gone. And then he came back and we only had like, two shots done and he was not happy um <laughs> just hearing that cuz you think about these movies right these like these epic ridiculously popular they have their own convention movies and how it started from such humble beginnings like i just that is so that's like a breath of fresh air to me so i really enjoyed him pete what about you well, this type of show is right up my alley and I am I am a big Star Wars fan, but I'm also a big behind the scenes movie in general fan. So I I you know, I kind of eat this stuff for breakfast. This is this is the type of show that I really like. But but what I what I did with it is also I watched it with my wife because she is She's she likes Star Wars, but she's not a big fan. She's not a, you know, a movie nerd like I am. And so I kind of like tried to look at it through her eyes. It's like, did she, was she enjoying it? Was she paying attention? You know, was she really paying, you know, was she she getting into it? And she did. She did also, you know, so I was curious to see what Kate was going to say, because, you know, I think Kate, I think Kate and my wife would be similar there in terms of their level of interest in this. And um for me, I thought, you know, again, I'm such a nerd that like, you know, like these names are coming up. It's Dennis Murin. It's Gary Rydstrom. You know, I'm, <laughs> I like know who these people are already. So, so it's like, uh, you know, again, right up, right up my alley. But I do think they did a really good job of telling it as a story because that's the important with, with, uh, a, with a documentary. I mean, you can, you can put a lot of cool stuff on the screen, but if you don't, tell the story in a way that's interesting and is paced well and everything like that. Well, you get, you know, Jane, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Because, uh -huh. you know, Jane Goodall, very interesting person. And, you know, her history with gorillas, we, 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 we watched that, uh, that documentary many, many uh, months ago and we're all like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And then it was just, boring horrible so boring so this still could have been boring and i think they i think they paced it very well and even i was a little worried you know the first two hours i knew were going to be basically about star wars and it's like well is that going to be too much but again the way they broke it down that the first episode was kind of forming this group and then the second episode was the ragtag rebels making getting the effects done for this movie you know no, no, I, it, it makes me want to watch the rest of them. Definitely. What about you, Derek? Yeah, I loved it. 
I, I, especially the first two episodes, the, some of the shots that they talked about, like the opening shot of the blockade runner and the star destroyer, how they filmed that. I would admit I'd, that's one of those shots that they talk about on lots of different documentaries about star Wars and how they filmed that shot. But this, this actually talked about how they had to, that the blockade runner design was originally the millennium Falcon design and how they had to change it. And all those different kinds of things were so interesting to me. I loved it. I thought, and P I just along the same lines as you first episode, my wife watched along with me and she's, she's a documentary person. She's not a huge star Wars fan. She likes the movies, but okay. Sure. She wants to definitely watch more of them. She was, she was impressed. So, I mean, I, I thought it was rather magical. Okay. Pete, going to start with you on this one because you remember more movies than the rest of us. Um, what movie do you remember watching and going, oh my gosh, that effect is so cool? Yeah, and uh, of the group, I'm the oldest, so I remember seeing most. I actually didn't see Star Wars A New Hope in the theaters on the first run. I was too young for that, but I did see. Um, you know, the subsequent movies and everything like that. Um, so if you are asking me what movies at the time that they came out really awed me, I would have to say it was this, the, the one that's going to come up in episode three, which is Empire Strikes Back, which had um, the, 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 all that Hoth battle scene with the big mm-hmm. at ats and everything like that. And then the fight through the, um, the flight through the asteroids, which I know they're going to talk about, but like seeing that kind of stuff and even Yoda, I remember, I remember, uh, I actually have memory of seeing the trailer for star and such a different world back then. Cause it was literally like, there was no news outlets about any of these things. So I saw the trailer for empire strikes back in the theater in front of another movie, not knowing I was going to see a trailer, you know, I was like nine years old or whatever. And I'm seeing a trailer for empire strikes back, not even knowing there was another movie coming out and you're like, watch and this comes out and it's got like all these scenes and shots and everything like that. And then Yoda comes up and every, I, I remember distinctly seeing that. Um, so I'd have to, I'd have to say probably that one. Um, another movie that when I think of from my youth in terms of like special effects would prob, and it's, it's a different, more practical effects, but I think, uh, but I think there's some others, some not practical in there is the second Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, I know a lot of people don't yeah. like it, but like for me, it was, I was again, like 12 or 13 when it came out and I saw it so many times in the theater and like the, uh, the mine car when they're riding through oh, the, yeah. uh, the thing in the mine car and all that kind of stuff. It was just all that kind of stuff was really just like so awesome to me. So, um, and then you're probably, you know, from you there, you're probably fine. Well, I'm going to I'm going to stop there because I'm sure as uh, being older, I will uh, (laughs) I will go to the later movies because I think I know what other movies are probably the ones that others will mention. So I'm going to going to go to Kate and we're going to go to Kate next. Go to the baby of the group because sure. okay, Kate, 
What's your movies? Okay, so I have a couple. Um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, that movie is terrifying. Um, that movie is so scary, and the book is worse. It's it's (laughs) because of the special effects that make that movie so scary uh, and so good. So Jurassic Park is up there. Um, the Harry Potter series as a whole. Um, and it's funny because I actually am not the biggest fan of the Harry Potter movies. I'm more a fan of the books. Um, but my God, the special effects in that movie, in those movies are, they're so good. And the way that they have recreated all of that in the universal parks is pretty incredible. Um, the only other movie that came to mind was E.T., which I think it's funny that two of mine are Spielberg movies. Um, I, I watched E.T. from our and so glad I can't say Seattle. Here and welcome. all three of them are Industrial Light and Magic. See, and that makes sense. Um, but I, I, I want to remind everybody, I don't tend to watch, except from because of Plus Splatoon, I don't watch a lot of like super action movies. Um I am more comedy and like a rom-com comedy. So um, I don't watch a lot of scary or things where a lot of special effects are used. So watching uh, Jurassic Park, I didn't even see Jurassic Park until I was much older. And I mean, I grew up with Harry Potter, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of special effect and I'm sure now after I've said those two that I'm going to think of a bunch, but that's where I'm at. All right, Derek, you go. Okay. Uh, the first one I can remember going, oh my gosh, that's so cool, which it was Industrial Light and Magic, the ballroom scene in Beauty and the Beast, because Industrial Light and Magic started Pixar, and that was one of the first animated ver- uses of their computers. But the other thing, the other movie for me, Forrest Gump. Mm, yeah. The all the video manipulation yeah. they did, being able to talk to the presidents, and Gary Sinise has legs. Lieutenant Dan doesn't. I mean, what? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> um, but and then of course I also remember Kate. I also remember Jurassic Park. Just those dinosaurs that oh, terrifying. That Tyrannosaurus Rex, I still say one of my favorite shots in all of moviedom is the end when the Tyrannosaurus Rex roars and you see that dinosaurs, you know, dinosaurs will rule the earth or something like that coming down. So that's, you know, those are some of my, those are some of my favorite movies that I just remember thinking those effects are so cool. Yeah, I I also want to do a quick shout out to the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yes. Um, Curse of the Black Pearl. That was really the first movie because even with Jurassic Park did a fantastic job, but then you had a number of years where special effects were kind of up and down. I mean, you'd have like good shots and you'd have bad shots and like, and then you'd watch something like five years later and go, "Uh and then Curse of the Black Pearl came out and they'd had those pirate effects 
and mm-hmm. you still watch that now, and there's a little bit there, but it still it's holds up still really, good. really yeah. well. Oh, so good. And that that was, I think that was also ILM. That did I'm those. sure it was. Um, and uh, it was that was really the first time that you had to me widespread computer animation effects that really like looked realistic and um so that's that was another uh moment that i thought was that i would call out um but i yeah i'm glad i waited because kate said jurassic park and that's an obvious one right because it was like so they they did such a good job of combining practical and Mm -hmm. i'm assuming they're going to get to it on this show because um it was similar to what they talked about with star Wars that they, they literally did things like, like they'd never done before to create the computer animation. And, um, you know, again, at that time, if you, if you go back and look at other movies from, what was that 1993 or something like that? 94. Um, nothing comes close. <laughs> no, nothing comes close. I so. do want to shout out, um, to the matrix. I think that I, I enjoyed, uh, just the digital, um, the stunt work and the the digital effects from the Matrix, and and again, Matrix not one of my favorite movies. Uh, but I always remember that I was always in awe with the bullets, like and him bending backwards and and time change, like people walking. Yeah, it just the Matrix is another one for me, which was not ILM actually. Ha ha! Take that ILM. <laughs> okay so from the sounds of things we've all kind of liked it kate what would get you to watch the rest of the series there's four more episodes um doing it on the show would you watch it if we were doing yeah, it? On the show? i would probably watch it if we were talking about it on the show um if i didn't have anything else to watch i i do enjoy a good documentary I think if they dug into more than just Star Wars, if they dug into some of their other earlier movies that they did, um, whether it is Jurassic Park, whether whatever. um, Oh, what's the name? Derek, will you look up? Did ILM do? um, It's not never ending. It's the Labyrinth. 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 Yeah. Did they do that? Simpson. But I will. I will look real quick. Okay, I just um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I don't know. I'll probably watch it when I don't have anything else to watch. So, all right, Pete, you go. Um, yes, yes, we make you. Industrial Light and Magic to do Labyrinth. Terrifying. Yeah, I, do, I mean, I do know they're going to. Uh, I haven't. I haven't looked forward. I think Derek has maybe watched more than the two episodes. Um, maybe. But uh, I haven't I've only watched the two. I mean, clearly, um, I think I would guess by episode four, they're going to get definitely into more than Star Wars, because I think um, I think that's where they eventually went. And I'm, I know they did other Lucasfilm uh, movies as well. Um, I remember the first um, they did the first morphing effect in Willow. Uh, there was a scene in Willow where uh, and it, a, a witch morphs into a which for better or worse is tiger. coming in November. <laughs> We're going to be watching Willow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to comment on Willow That's itself, true. which I also saw in the theaters because I was a huge Star Wars and Lucasfilm nerd at the time at that time. Also, at that but time. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I was. To... <laughs> well, yeah, no, I still am, but uh, but I'm just saying, like, I was I was into all those all those types of movies, and um, so I did see Willow in the theater. So I do remember seeing that. Um, it's not a great looking effect now, <laughs> but I'm sure they're going to talk about it. So. Yeah, um, I think I think they're going to get away from Star Wars pretty quickly, but I think the next episode might focus pretty hard on Empire would be my guess. Um I have watched the entire series to be perfectly honest. I watched the rest okay. of it. Um Pete, you are very correct that spoiler alert episode 3 is a lot of Empire, but it's not all Empire. But then they move beyond Star Wars. Um Guys, it sounds like, Kate, you liked it well enough. Pete, you liked it well enough. Okay, you have until the 1st of November to watch the other four. It's going to get thrown in. We're going to do a full series review November 1. So Okay, and that gives us some time, too. So the the one thing I would say, yeah, the one thing I would say about it was, even though I liked it a lot, I didn't, it didn't really make me want to watch to binge it. And, and admittedly, I'm not a binger, but each episode was an, each episode was an hour long, and I thought it was a, just the right dose, yeah. so to speak, of of the information. Yeah. So you know, it's definitely not something that I wanted to sit there and watch like all six hours in a weekend or something you like don't. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am been. a binge. I am a binge watcher. I'm very good at binge watching all of the things. And um, this, I didn't really have any desire to like keep going, keep going. Like I have right. some. Of the I, um, I will say my episode favorite episode of them is not one of these first two, but I enjoyed the series. So we will be watching it. Our first November, uh, first part of November episode will be a full review of the entire series of Light and Magic. Next week, we are going to be doing two things. One, we're going to be doing Lightyear, guys. I know we had said, you know, look at it, decide. We need to review it. We need to talk about Lightyear. Yeah. And to balance that out, we're also going to do the I Am Groot shorts. We've done all sorts. We've done all the other different episodes. There are five minutes. There's five, five-ish minute sh- shorts to watch. So. That's going to be next week. We're going to have two things for next week. We're going to have Lightyear and we're going to have I Am, I Am Groot. So we're going to go Pixar and we're going to go Marvel. So both of the great typically so, powerhouse. So on the on the uh, I Am Groot shorts, are we just going to rate them on a scale of I Am Groot to I Am Groot? To I Am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Guys, if you have the actual Groot in the room, just stays quiet. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, if you have suggestions on what else we should watch, uh, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, share. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. This show is available on all major podcasting platforms. And if there's somewhere else you'd like us to be, let us know. We are also at plusplatoon.com. There you can find all of our old. Pixie Dust ratings, and you can get more information about the rest of the platoon. And follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Maybe you already said that, but I already said that, Pete. But it's do it again. Do it twice. Yes. Like Santa. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to have to review the Santa the Santa Clauses series at some point. 
say less. Yes. So Uh, the first Santa Claus movie is very good. I enjoy the first one. The second one's uh, that's the one with Jack Frost. No, the second one's the third one. Second one's the one with Robot Santa. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. Kate, thanks for coming along. Pete, thanks for joining us. And we will see everybody next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at plusplatoon. Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.